0: And these messages would pop up sporadically um, over the next 10 years, all asking around the same question of what happened to Bella in the Witchwood? Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session.
1: Okay, guys. Thank you for stopping in again on um, the uh, Family School of Thought. Hopefully we got a great show for you tonight. Um, let's get started. With um, I'm not going to ask weather for anybody. How about that? Okay. Unless you guys are dying to tell okay. us what the weathers.
2: I think <laughs> it stays about the same week to week. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, let's get started. Jesse, you got some fun facts for us?
2: I do have some mental floss, amazing facts for you. We're getting down to the end of the year, so we only have a couple more weeks of these. Um, so the, the value of the tea that was um, tossed during the Boston Tea Party, it was so much that it could have bought forty-six two-story houses and brewed eighteen point five million cups of tea. Wow. Fun fact. Yeah. Wow. A lot of tea.
1: Wow.
2: Um, another fun fact that I have for you a reindeer's eye, since we're close to Christmas right now, reindeer's eyes change colors through the seasons. They're gold <laughs> during the summer and blue during the winter. I thought that was a really cool fact. Didn't know that. Yeah, it was, I yeah. Didn't
3: know.
0: They're magic.
1: Okay.
0: That is, yeah, that's really good. Guess so.
1: Cash, song for us? First, cast. I want to just...
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so okay. this one's going to be...
1: Before you get started, I have something what? I just want to catch up okay. on with everybody on. A couple of weeks ago, you were going to go to a Patty Smith book signing. Oh but then you found out it was a concert, not a signing. And so I gave you an assignment right that concert and connect with her daughter who could get you backstage with her to have her sign a book for me and i'm just wondering where you're at on mm-hmm. that. Didn't i'm gonna happen. say the book
2: is signed but it's not gonna look like her actual signature she wanted to do something special for you
1: Yeah, don't try to sign in this book (laughs)
0: yourself. Um, No, it didn't happen at all.
1: I I know you're just going to surprise me for Christmas. So I'll be waiting patiently. Okay. Oh, it'll be a surprise. Keep waiting. Trust me. I've already told everybody. It's a secret. that this is what's coming for me. So everybody is in anticipation of this book. Okay, I'm with this week's song.
0: I know you're getting the book. I don't know if it'll be fine. Um, so this one is gonna be seasonal because it's Christmas time. And oh. so it's probably the most famous creepy song in the world. Um it's, and so it is uh, Frank it's Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Really oh, <laughs>
1: baby, it's cold
0: outside. Um, yeah. yeah. it's so it's so and, and a lot of people. It nice. It's it's a good behind. song. A lot of people they will, just will just either fly. claim that it is very creepy and rapey, or they're saying that it's ironically like that, and both parties are just kind of going against societal norms. Um, but, and a lot of people said that, like, this controversy is very new, um, definitely during the, like, Me Too movement, it became a thing, but that's actually really untrue. It's been kind of, uh, looked at for a long, long time, and actually, it was written in 1944, um, and by 1949, it was pulled from NBC's radio for having racy lyrics, um, really? so it was pulled back then, um, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, It was pulled from the radio then Um, in 2004. It was actually um, the Canadian National Post called it an statutory rape. So it's been for a long time. People kind of have been calling this song out. Um, It was, like I said, it was written by Frank Lesser. um, And he actually wrote it to be a duet with his wife. So it's him and his wife singing this. Um, But still, you know, it's very clear that one of the parties wants to go home and the other party does not want them to. Um, so it stand, I stand by that it's kind of a creepy song.
3: Well, all
2: right. It's a creepy song.
3: Shall we play that Alexa? It's a creepy song.
2: I, it's really creepy if the girl is yeah. in the shower well, singing it, uh, it and the know, guy even, is like, sitting in the bathroom singing along.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. If he just comes into the bathroom and sings it with her. Um, okay, but yeah, okay. even like well, a lot of people point we'll out that there's a line in the song Elf. that says what's in this drink.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. When you seen it in the movie, Elf, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even talk about the original movie it was in, cause you would guys wouldn't even know what that is, but in Elf, you're singing it in the shower, uh-huh. it is awkward, but you weren't thinking mm-hmm. about, she's about getting raped, were you?
2: An elf?
0: No. I well, I was thinking about cute. the fact that she's naked in a shower right, and a, a man shower. shows up. <laughs> but also... If I was naked in a shower, in a public shower, Buddy, an yeah, naked, Buddy and some, some guy starts singing, so... I'd be pretty freaked out. And she was pretty freaked out, too.
2: But Buddy the Elf was just completely naive to the situation. It, and it was She an was an freaked elf. out. I remember
0: her freaking yeah. out, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It wasn't like a full-grown man.
0: But it she didn't elf. know that. It's a grown man. It's a grown man he's, he's, to her. It's a grown
1: man who believes
2: he's an elf. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> that right. makes it worse.
2: <laughs> the movie's great. Okay, it's a cool. Because
0: technically he's There's not an movie. elf. Like that's the Don't thing. That's it. the point of the story is he's not an elf. <laughs> okay.
1: All right.
3: Well, okay.
0: your song of the week is Baby It's Cold Outside and it's always been <laughs> creepy.
2: It's always been creepy. Um, there was some movie, I feel like it came out last year, like a Christmas movie that came out last year, but I can't remember what it was. I know. It, it was like the traditional, you know, like, oh, I need to go home and see my family, but I don't want to go alone because I think I'm a loser. So they bring, you know, somebody to pretend to be a boyfriend or whatever. And they, she talks about hating that song, but then he sings it to her, but he changes the lyrics to be like, okay, it's time to go. And she's like, "No, but I want to stay."
1: I can't remember <laughs> what the movie, called, though. Was that was helpful, right? That was now? a good story. Was Julia Roberts in the movie?
2: No. It, yeah. No. Yeah. Actually, actually, now that you say it, I think it, Emma uh, Emma Roberts is actually the main girl in the movie. So I don't know if it makes that any better.
1: But. I, I will say this. Oh, tell, so Julia
0: Roberts' niece? Niece? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I tell this to Michelle all the time, and I've told your mother this a lot of times. We literally teach our daughters to watch these movies, to mm-hmm. idolize, romanticize about these movies, that it's a bad person really kidnapping some innocent damsel in distress, and they fall in love. And it's like like every Disney movie, you mean? Like every Disney movie, we literally yeah. do that. Joy Roberts is, you know, how I many movies has she been a Danza in stress and some guy she doesn't like hates just won't let let her go until she finally gives in and then lives happily ever after. I mean, we literally teach our daughters that's yeah. what you're
2: that's doing. our misogynistic world that we live in. Um. Cassie, this is your week, right? Yes. Okay. So before you get into your story, I wanted to provide an update to our listeners, if it, you know, on one of the past stories that we did. I can't remember when we did it, but it's you know a while back. But it is the local Michigan story that we that we talked about, where um, a a man named Kevin Bacon was murdered. His murderer, Mark Latunsky was sentenced today. It's December fifteenth. Um, he was sentenced today to life in prison without parole. Um, so, um, and he was sentenced for the murder of Kevin Bacon, um, not the actor, but Kevin A. Bacon from Michigan. Um, that happened December. Oh, it's was December two thousand nineteen, right? I can't remember. Right. The- the year. Yes, yeah. So it's been, he was murdered December 24th of 2019. So almost four years later, he was, um, the murderer was sentenced to life in prison without parole. So kind of a good, I don't know if you want to call it a good update, but there's an update for you.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. In today's justice system, I think that's
2: right. Good. Yeah. And hopefully Kevin Bacon's family can, you know, finally find some peace and know that the murderer is wow. going to stay in prison for the rest of his life. Right. So that's all I have. Just wanted that's to find an awesome. update. It was a breaking news story today.
0: So Cool. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Awesome. All right. No, um, um, th- you know, uh, mental institution or anything, it's prison.
2: It says prison, but they don't have the full story out. They may now, this, but it's from the local um, Argus Press newspaper out of Owasso. So um, they're just a daily paper. So there's probably going to be a full story tomorrow in the paper. Right.
1: Right. Okay. All right, Cass. I think you're ready. I'm ready. All right.
0: All right. So, this week, I'm doing a little bit of a mystery, an unsolved mystery, um, and it's one of English, England's longest unsolved mysteries, and it started with a message written in graffiti on a wall in 1944 that read, Who put Bella down the witch elm? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> All right. Anybody heard of this one? Probably not. No, I don't think so. All right. So... It was actually one of the first leads, this message that was written in graffiti, I think it was like chalk, actually, so it was like written in chalk on this brick wall uh, in Birmingham, England, Uh, and it was one of the first leads that the police had had um, about the remains of a woman's skeleton that they had found a year prior to this. Um, and it was found in 1943 by four young boys, I think teenagers. Um, they were scavenging uh, in the woods uh, in uh, Hagley Wood, which is kind of like a private estate. Um, they were just they were they were um, scrounging and poaching for food and eggs and uh, rabbits, little animals to eat. Um, and they just happened upon this huge witch elm tree. Um, And they decided probably something like eggs or like a nest is up there, like up in the trees that we can get the eggs from. Um, So one of the boys decided to climb up this tree um, and to see if they could find any eggs. Um, And as he was climbing up the tree, he could look down into the hollowed out trunk um, and he could see something white and round in the trunk. Um, So he he had the boys help him basically pull this out, whatever it was, they help him pull it out from the trunk. Um, And it actually happened to be a human skull. Um, And obviously these teenage boys who are on the land that they're hunting on illegally freak out um, because it's clearly a human skull um, it's got tufts of skin and hair still attached to it. Um, <laughs> and they're pretty spooked by it. So unfortunately, they decide to put it back. They decide they're going to put it back uh, and take off. They're just going to leave. Um, they're really freaked out by it. They they make a path to basically never talk about it um, to anybody. Um, but one of the you know, little, I think one of the youngest um, obviously feels really bad about it. Um, and he ends up telling his parents that they found it in in this tree, um, which leads police to go and search this tree and investigate what they found. And inside this trunk is not only the skull of a human, it is almost in a complete skeleton of somebody's body in this tree. Um, And they find that uh, there's her they like they search around the area and they find um a a hand basically a short distance away so they now have a full skeletal body and the hand that was scattered in and around this area um and this this tree trunk is like it you know when you think oh you found a skull in there you think it's like a big big hole but it's i think they said it like around, like, 20 inches in diameter, like, a very, very tight, like, you would be very confined in this tree. Um, So they, off the bat, knew that this was not a suicide, that this this was clearly somebody put this body in this tree. Um, So they sent it off to uh, forensic investigators, um, and they found that it was a woman's body, a woman's Mm. skeleton, I should say. Um, they believe she had been in there for at least 18 months um, and she was dead um, probably around the same time or slightly longer than that. Um, uh, but they believe that she was 25 to 40 years old. Um, they guess around 30, but they can't say for sure because there was so much you know, decomposition that happened before they got to her. Um, she had a shoe with her inside the tree and then this uh, the pair of that shoe was found in the surrounding area as well so she has both her shoes she was found with a golden ring a golden wedding wedding ring with her in the tree and then they there's like fabric of her clothing that was in the tree with her um they could see that it was like a a khaki or yellow skirt with a blue and yellow blouse, as well as the shoes were blue. So they believed it was her full outfit. Um, So they think she was put in there fully clothed. Um, She had very distinct um, and complete dental pattern and the skull. So they thought right off the bat, they thought they would have a fairly easy time figuring out who this was because her teeth were so distinct to them. Um, which they were kind of very excited about, which unfortunately doesn't any nothing really pans from that. Um, but it's something that in the story, like everybody talks about, is how how distinct her dental pattern was.
1: It's, this was in England, correct? Yes, this was so in England
0: in, I mean, in nineteen
1: forty-four. For
2: yeah, so she had perfectly
0: straight teeth. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, She had, like, specific teeth missing, but they weren't, like, they fell out of the skull. It was clear that she had had dental surgery to remove the teeth. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, And then she had, like, such a severe overbite that they're, like, this is just, like, not very common. Um, Like, yeah, like, England, like, uh, yeah, like you said, like, they don't have a lot of dental practices back then. So, like, everyone's teeth were distinctive, but this was, like... I don't know why but they were very sure that they would find her based off dental records
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but unfortunately this is 1944 Actually, 1943 is when they found her which is you know still in the midst of world war ii mm-hmm. so you have missing women in droves um and so basically they have to go through what like a woman after woman to figure out if She's related to the person that people are searching for. And there's a lot of unidentified missing people. There's a lot of unregistered missing people. There's just so much going on in England at this time that it's so hard to find a missing person. Um, Even if you have dental records, which unfortunately doesn't pan out. None of the dentists can, she has no records in like a dentistry. Um, There's no records of her, even though they're sure that her teeth are pulled through surgery. It wasn't anybody in England that gave her the surgery. Um, they the medical examiner found uh, a strip of taffeta, so like kind of like a clothing fabric, um, in her mouth once they got her into examination. And so it was like one of the first clues that they really said, like, okay, this is probably strangulation, this is probably a murder. Um, and they, It was like, I can't remember like what the fabric was, but it was nothing that was related to the clothes they found her with. Um, and the another thing was that because the trunk was so small, because of the way it was shaped with the tree, they do believe that she was either placed in there alive or oh, shortly God. after her death. Shortly mm. after her death because they think that she wouldn't have been able to fit in there with rigor mortis set in. So they don't believe that they killed her and then like waited to put her in there. So.
1: Okay. That, that was, was... Heebies jeebies. About yeah. Me. I, mean, I was thinking that the whole time you were saying it, like, that's like my number one fear to be like, you know. Yeah. Well, like yeah.
0: That. They do believe that she, like the, the, the idea that she was put in there alive wasn't like she put in there, was put in there alive and she struggled. She was, like, Dead about or to or die or unconscious. Yeah. But yeah, like, it wasn't like she, it wasn't like she was aware she was being put in there. Good. Or that the, she sense never, sense like, woke sense. up in there. She never struggled in there. Um, Which was another reason that they didn't believe it was, like, self-inflicted or an accident. Mm. Because there was no clear sign of struggle inside the tree trunk from her. Okay. Um, like I said, they searched for her identity for almost a full year with no leads, no indication of who this woman might be if she was a missing woman. Um, they believe, like I said, that she had died with a year prior. Um, she'd been in there 18 months, maybe even two, uh, two years prior. They think that maybe, I think they kind of roughly got it around to October of 1941, um, but I've also heard December of 1940. So it's kind of, they're not too sure, but somewhere around two to 18 two, two years to 18 months in the tree. Um, case went cold for a year um, until 1944 in the surrounding area of Birmingham, a, overnight on this wall of a building the graffiti is written, who put Bella down the witch witch elm, which is the tree she was found in. She was found in a witch elm. So almost immediately people or and I think even the message, it said, uh, who put Bella down the witch elm in Hagley Woods, which is where this woman was found. So police automatically believed that now they have the name of the woman, at least. Like they have an identity of the woman. They don't they don't know what happened to her, but they have the name Bella related to this woman that they found in a witch elm of in Hagley Wood. Um, and these messages would pop up sporadically um, over the next 10 years, all asking around the same question of what happened to Bella in the Witch Wood? What happened to, I think they even say Lua Bella. Um, so like L-U-E-B-A-L or B-E-L-L-A, but they all revolve around what happened to this woman. Uh, and they still cannot find any evidence of anything happening. They don't know who killed her, why, why they killed her, why she was put in the tree. Um, what happened to this woman? Like, why, why did this all happen? Why does nobody know what happened to her? Um, And why is somebody asking about it? Like, that was like a big thing of like, they obviously know who this person is. So why are they asking about it? Why do they know about her? Why do they know her name? You know, all that stuff. Um, And up until, so from 1944 until 1953, these messages all pop up. They're written in the same, they think the same handwriting, that everything is spelt the same. which is kind of, uh, so the witch elm that they're talking about is spelled W-Y-C-H instead of W-I-C-H. Everything is spelt correctly, spelt all the the same, same handwriting, same chalk, um, and same basically just, there's nothing uh, particular about the graffiti. It's literally just these questions basically. Um, and then in 1953, pol- police arrest a man that they think um, is responsible for these messages. Um, they, I think, they find him writing a message or something along the lines. Some reason they know he's he's the person who has been writing these messages, um, and so they ask him like, Do you, "What's going on?" And they question him. They question him about Bella's death, why he knows about Bella's death, and. Apparently overnight, they basically rule him out as a suspect to her death and they don't believe he actually knows anything about what happened to her or her identity. Um, They don't even think that Bella is her real name anymore. So now all the evidence they've had over this 10 years of these questions being asked, they don't even think it's related, well, they think it's related to the skeleton being found in the tree, but they don't think it's actually related to her identity at all. Um, and so they are basically starting from scratch again. Um, but still, so so they catch this guy. He stops writing the messages. But for the next 40 years, until 1999, this message sporadically comes up all around England, all around the Birmingham uh, area. What, who put Bella down the witch elm? Who put Bella in the witch elm? Who put Bella in the witch elm? It's everywhere basically. And it's like still on everybody's mind what happened to this girl. And to this day, they have no clue what happened to her. They don't know who she is, why she was there. Um, everything that they believe is theory. There's no identification for her. And somewhere along the line, her skeleton went missing. So anything that they could have gotten from DNA Anything they could have gotten that's from clothing is gone because it is her skeleton just disappeared and they don't have it anymore. So there's is really it, no way to close this case.
2: Is there a reason why it like the all the skeleton and stuff was lost? Or was it because of World War II? And
0: maybe so that's the thing is like I, it doesn't seem like anyone thinks it's a nefarious reason, they think it was just kind of lost to time, lost to yeah. they don't know exactly when the skeleton went missing so they have no real you know evidence for this case um but there's theories abundant um and i'll go over uh, basically the biggest ones the top five basically so when these messages started popping up and her name or you know i'll continue to call her bella yeah basically with the name Bella, they were searching for any missing woman named Bella in the area. One woman that they found was a young sex worker who was known as Bella, um, and she was known to frequent um, uh, Hagley Road right near the woods. Um, she was reported missing in 1941, which would have basically lined up with the timeline. Um, and it would have made sense of why this guy's asking for Bella but they still they couldn't really fit the two together. There was no identification of the two together, so it's kind of one of the like more clear cut theories. But it also is it there's no evidence that it's real. Um, the second one, of course, it being the middle of World War Two, um, there's a theory that she was a spy, that she was a German spy um, named Clara. Um, Borlai. Clara's lover, Joseph Jacobs, was a spy who had been captured uh, near the area. Um, He had attempted to basically parachute into the area, but um, broke his leg in the landing and was captured. Um, Upon his capture, a picture was found on, on his person of this woman named Clara, Um, she, uh, he said that she was a German actress and cabaret dancer who was being turned into a spy for the German forces. Um, unfortunately Jacobs was put to death in 1941. Um, and so we don't really know what happened to Clara. He said that she was going to be sent to England, but there's no, uh, indication, there's no records of her being sent to England obviously with a body being found inside of a tree people think that she parachuted into the tree but again that doesn't make sense because there's like no real struggle from her inside that tree Mm -hmm. um and like I'm sure that the like likelihood of that is like one in a million of her actually landing inside this tree um a lot of people are pretty unconvinced about this theory um because bella who was found in the tree um b- barely stood at five feet tall and clara was said to be around six feet tall so there's a whole <laughs> foot of difference there. <laughs> it's a big difference <laughs> big difference um but again like people were like well she because she's a spy she could have been you know put in the tree like found yeah. out that she was a spy put in the tree whatever um but this is one of the only oh. theories to be disproven because.
1: You know, as she went down the tree, her body... Right, like out. if she
0: fell in the tree, kind of like scrunched up. Yeah, right. Maybe, I don't know. This one actually was disproven. It's one of the only ones that was disproven because uh, a death certificate for Clara Bauerle was found in Berlin um, and it was for December of 1942, which would have been a full year after Bella has was um pronounced dead basically like her death timeline was a year before that so this one was disproven but it was like one of the biggest ones of the time because of the war like everything everyone was afraid of spies you know you're finding missing people you know it was like one of the biggest ones for the time um another one that of her being a spy came in around 1953 um which uh, this one is kind of strange because it's another woman Named Clara, but her name is Clara Bella, so it's basically Clara and Bella put together, right? Um, but this is Clara Bella Dunkers. Uh, she was caught up in a spy ring, supposedly, um, and basically was killed for knowing too much. Um, not much is really said about this one. Um, it kind of to me when I was reading it seemed a little bit like an urban legend, um, more than anything. Like I said, it seems odd that they're looking for a Bella they think her name may be Clara and then suddenly there's a Clara Bella who dies as a spy basically Mm -hmm. um the another one that's kind of I feel like more urban legend than anything is in 1945 Margaret Murray who was a known anthropologist archaeologist and Egyptologist proposed that maybe Bella's death was a ritual sacrifice basically um, she claimed that the Romani people of the area had a ritual basically called the Hand of Glory, which is when they would basically separate the hand from the body and then hide it or like put the skeleton or the remains into nature to basically heal nature. So, you, when you take something from nature, you've got to give it back. Um, and so, this one kind of caught a lot of attention because her hand was found in a separate area from her body, seemed pretty likely. Um, And then there was another murder at the time, not at the time, but like in the same area that a lot of people claimed was a ritual killing. Um, So this one kind of really took root. Um, But a lot of people have now in later years basically been like, this was just kind of that like satanic panic of like, anything that seems out of the ordinary is automatically blamed on, especially like the Romani people, like they got blamed for a lot during that time. It's World War II, They're, along with the Jewish people, the Romani people were one of the biggest, you know, targets for the German people. So it nowadays, like at the time, you know, when you're scared and you're finding a body in a tree, witchcraft probably seems pretty likely um, but now we can kind of look back and be like, well, you can't just blame a group of people because you think it might be them. Um, so this one, uh, again, I think is more urban legend than anything, but it did lead to what I think is the most likely theory. Because when this, when the witchcraft theory was getting really big in 1953, a letter was written to police under an alias of a woman named Anne, basically saying, you can blame witchcraft all you want, if you want to, but that's not what happened. You're never going to get justice for um, Bella because her killer, or the reason she's dead, he is, uh, I think she says the words like, beyond the, the justifications of earthly matters, um, so basically alluding to the fact that her killer is dead. Um, and she it's like a really long letter. Um, you can find it online, but it's basically saying like, it's not black magic. It's not the Romani people. It was somebody who's now, who's no longer on this earth. Um, and so you need to basically give it up because he's the only one who knew her real identity. And he is no longer with us to tell us who it is or what happened to her. Um, so the police are like, well, but we still want to know what happened. So we know that you wrote under the name of Anne as an alias, but we need you to come forward and basically explain like what, who this is. How do you know this person? How do you know they're no longer alive? Um, if you could come in and just give us any kind of information. Um, and so the person does, and her name is actually Una Mosa. Um, and the person that she claims to be Bella's killer, or the, she doesn't say he's her killer. He just says he is responsible for her being in the tree. Um, and it is her former husband, Jack Mossop. Um, and she says that he had claimed and told her and multiple of his family members that he and a young Dutchman in 1941 named Van Rolt had been drinking at a pub near Hagley Woods. Um, And they started drinking with a young woman who joined them um, and she got very intoxicated um, and ended up passing out while they were driving her home. And so as a punishment, they put her in the tree. Now, he says that they put her in the tree as a punishment, as maybe she'll wake up in the tree and reevaluate her life. But I, I think they killed her and put her in the tree. I don't think they actually left her there alive. I think that was just a... You know, fail safe of, well, we didn't mean to put her in the tree and have her die, you know. Um, but they put her in the tree uh, and left her there. Um, and I don't know if they never, never checked in or they just didn't think anything of it. Like I said, I think they put her in there dead. So that explains to me why they never checked to see if she was alive.
1: Later when they're telling well, so,
0: well, so Anne comes forward in 1953. But... They put her in the tree in 1941, and he actually, so this is the thing, is that he's no longer with, he's no longer alive, and the reason he's no longer alive is because he actually was put into a mental institution. What was that? I don't
2: know. My husband.
1: Oh. (laughs) I thought it was uh, Bella. I know. I thought
0: it was -hmm. Joseph Mosap coming back from the grave. Um, But no, so Joseph Mosap was actually put into a mental institution shortly after 1941 because he was having a recurring nightmare of a woman staring at him from inside a tree. Mm. The woman was haunting him from inside a tree. So he was um, confined into a mental hospital where he died in 1942 and her body was not found until 1943. So he died before her body was even found. What did he die? Of? But it
1: doesn't say. I I
0: it doesn't say and it doesn't even say like how old he was. So I don't know. Um but he died. He died in the hospital. Um and he died with any information about who Bella was. Um and a lot of people think this is basically it because everything kind of clicks there. Um, they think that maybe she was a Dutch woman who came over illegally and that's why there's no records of her, no dental records, no you know people looking for her basically. Um, but a lot of people do kind of question this one a little bit because it took Una, you know, like you said, 12 years to come forward and say anything about this. Like if you knew somebody was found in a tree and your former husband had constantly talked about how he put somebody in a tree and it it literally haunted him to a point of mental exhaustion and mental instability. Obviously you would tell the cops when they found a woman in a tree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that is the mystery of who put Bella down the witch elm.
2: I and have another is. theory.
0: Yeah. She parachuted in,
2: like that That <laughs> that part of the theory. But she was parachuting. She realized that there was going to be, like, she was going to get caught. And she had
0: cyanide in her teeth. Cracked it. That's what, you know what, when you see, so there are pictures of her skull. And when you see her, th- like, your te- her teeth, the one that is missing is, like, a front one. Uh-huh. Which... It it kind of does to me. It looks like it it literally looks like somebody like pushed out cyanide. Yeah. So it could be be. that's like the the common thing is that even even with the like Joseph Mosep and or Jack Mosep, I'm sorry, Jack Mosep and von Rolt, they think that they could have even been spies, and they killed her because she was also a spy, and basically they all got in too deep, basically. So yeah, they think. They think that there's a lot of theories of her being a spy.
2: Yeah, I think that I mean if there's so many theories of like the problem, the same thing it's got to be somewhat true. Right. Yeah, so Well,
0: it's all about the thing is is I think it could also be true but it's also one of those things where it's World War II. I think it's right. the same thing that happened with the yeah. Cold War where it's like anybody who said, seemed suspicious at the time. Yeah. Right. It, you know, so. that's just your first guess. Yeah.
1: And plus if she Parachuted in, they would have found a parachute there at some point. right,
2: right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too. But and I just she wanted to look, throw it out there.
0: <laughs> she was wearing a skirt and a blouse. I don't yeah. think maybe right. you're shooting. That.
2: That. <laughs> there what is what a happened
0: theory the, that what happened There, there the is a the theory guy? that yeah, basically it. she was trying to hide from an air raid or yeah. maybe even Germans shoulder that's soldiers. That's what I was thinking. Yeah,
2: and like she got the in the tree by
0: herself. You know,
1: that is just frightening. Like. To get in a tree trunk. Well, not everybody's super claustrophobic. Right? I
0: know, not everyone's super claustrophobic. There's people who spelunk for I mean, like, it fun.
1: This gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about this tonight. Hmm.
0: I wouldn't well, suggest seeing... that you look up what spelunking is then, because you would hate it. <laughs> yeah. Mom, what
2: were you saying?
3: I said, well, what happened to the other guy that was with the... the? the it's He you disappeared. Said that
0: he's he disappeared. disappeared. So he's disappeared we don't know if that maybe was an alias of his if he if he killed Bella himself and then took off running and basically Jack was an in not an innocent bystander but basically uh was just kind of there and it you know obviously he felt guilty about it in some regards but there's no but again there's no real trail for where van Rolt went but again this is in the middle of the world war ii so a lot of people just go missing they get killed in random places and nobody ever knows what happened to them Mm. and it's also at a time where you don't you're not constantly you know watched at where you go you can't there's no like
2: well and even it would during the world war during the war times especially during world war ii and stuff when people went, when your family members went missing during that, it's not like you were like actively searching for them. You just assumed right. that they were missing and done. Right. It's not like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure people did, but it's one of those things that things happen so fast that, you know, or you're trying to escape a, a situation that you have to just run. You can't right. look at what's happening. You no, know, we lost somebody. Well.
0: It's it. just, yeah, it's just kind of almost the norm right. of people going right. missing every day.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy story. I
2: have a question, though, too, and I don't know if you all know this. So every time that scene is like was graffitied, especially in the beginning was it on like a specific date like an anniversary date or no
0: it seemed to be just sporadically it was i like all the first so the first guy who they um caught mm-hmm. he seemed to just kind of randomly write it they they don't even know if like maybe it was like he just kind of wanted to stir people up about the mm-hmm. skeleton being found in their town right. or what but he it was like it seemed like the first couple months he would write it every so often and then I think there was like a nine year span where he didn't write it at all and then he started writing it again which it could have just been like him being like hey wait a minute like I totally forgot about this like what did yeah. like who put Bella in this right. you know which would yeah and then I think I didn- I couldn't find anything about it but I remember I swear in like 2020 something happened about this story where the message popped up again but I couldn't find anything after like 1999. So mm. I don't I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, it's kind of
2: weird. Well, now I'm assuming anything that's, you know, kind of graffitied about it is probably just as a
1: copycat.
2: Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and
1: that's well,
0: th- they, that's why they know that he didn't continue to write up. He didn't continue to write the message after he was caught because the spelling of everything changed. Oh. Um, so Bella, it, I think it turned to Bell. People started spelling witch like you would think, like W-I-T-C-H, instead of how the witch element is spelled, which is W-Y-C-H. Right. So like they knew it was copycats because the hand, like the handwriting was different and the spelling was different.
1: They were just kind of create recreating some urban yeah,
0: legend. right. Which that's I think it's like it's a, it's become kind of this urban legend in right, like, right, yeah, right.
1: Well, you know what, you know who I'm going to ask about this story.
2: Who? Bill. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: yeah, he lives
2: there. Yeah. Was he there in 1942? No. Yeah, that's a good you should ask him.
1: Because I think he lives right in that area too.
0: The Birmingham? Mm-hmm.
1: I think he lived in Birmingham. At one point he doesn't live there now, he lives in Cambridge or something like that.
0: Yeah, you should definitely ask because I think there is like some monument that they have kept they've kept the saying on. So it was like a graffiti written like who put Bella in the witch well, but it's they literally haven't wash it off and it just has stayed on this monument for a long time like since i think it's still there wow yeah there you go that's the story
1: very good Good. any
0: other questions
1: i'll let you know at four in the morning when i'm awake
2: (laughs) having a dream about a woman staring
0: at at you
1: (laughs) oh that i'm that i'm stuck in the tree
0: yeah and that too I also, it's one of the the weirdest thing I find about this is that she like was buried or she was in there with a wedding ring and nobody seems like too concerned about that one. Like that part, they don't seem concerned
1: about. Obviously she was married to somebody.
0: Right. Or engaged, you know. What happened to that person?
3: Or maybe the guy that put him in there lost his wedding ring.
0: That too. it, It doesn't say if it's like a female or male wedding ring.
3: The that girl that said that uh, it was her husband. Maybe she.
1: Maybe I'm search for a house psychic. I know we need to.
2: We need to get somebody on all these. Yes.
1: Especially
2: like the alien
0: ones. Could have been aliens. Could, they, could have they, been abducted.
1: That they released, um, I don't know, 12,600 files on the JFK assassination?
0: No. Just recently and or within the like, last couple of years?
1: For whatever reason, Biden decided there's like the remainder, which is a very few, like maybe 600, they need to wait until June for security reasons. So like, what difference would six months make?
0: It's a uh, like to be continued. Yeah, uh, gotta keep the suspense up because I, right. at this point, I don't think there's anything in there that we don't already know.
1: Well, maybe we'll, we'll find out who the killer I'm actually on a Story. I'm working on a story now. It's a hot one. Oh, hot.
0: Okay, fresh off the presses,
1: and it involves his murder. Hmm, interesting. Somebody, somebody, very close to us. No, no, no. To <laughs> somebody who lived there, knew Jack Ruby, knew all the major players in this story, knew hmm. them personally.
0: Didn't you already do that story? That was your first one, Dorothy Kilgannon.
1: Oh, that was the reporter who knew too much.
3: All uh, right. this
1: is this is a person who was there during the planning of all this.
0: Of the uh, assassination?
1: Yes. <laughs> I can't hmm. tell you today, but that's what made me... Story um, for next time. Yep, this, I, now I have to just hold on to my story until I see all the evidence that came out.
0: Right. Oh, so and, it's it's
2: ongoing right now. Got it.
1: Right. I thought yeah. I was done, but... Now I have to wait. Might have to wait till June to those final ones come out. But I thought that was interesting that Biden said these remainders have to wait till June and he had the actual date, June twenty third of twenty twenty three, to protect something about the integrity of the oh, so I'm like, Wasn't
2: Kennedy assassinated on the, the in November 23rd, right? Is uh, that right?
1: It was in November.
2: Yeah, okay. I was thinking maybe it's like the significance of the date or something, but no, also no.
0: weird that it's 23 of 23. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: What year was he assassinated? What uh, 63. 60th. okay. So yeah. I was just wondering, like, oh, maybe that's, like, a significant time, but not really. I
1: don't know. But back in wartime and in the, during the war, this girl could have been anybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. right that's right. that's the thing is that, that that is pretty much why they couldn't figure out who she was is because there's just too many missing women, too many missing people for one person to be found, basically.
1: right. right
0: even like it's you know these the missing people that they have are people whose family members are basically reporting them missing they're not even counting people whose entire families are gone and they're missing right
1: right right right
0: interesting yeah i think i think the two closest maybe have been would have been the jack Mosip and then ralt and then maybe the like sex worker because Like they said, like there was a Bella who worked as a sex worker literally on Hagley Road, which is right near the woods where she was found. Right. Which, And that that
2: case, though, too, like for the most part, I mean, kind of being stereotypical, but the most sex workers aren't close with family members or kind of by themselves.
1: Right. Right. And I think especially
2: back in that time, too, that's, you know, like she may have not had anybody. Right. right. Nobody could report her missing. So
3: right.
2: Yeah. Interesting. That is a good one because we don't get a lot from. I've never heard that one before. I was gonna say we don't get a lot from like overseas, doing that kind of stuff. We I guess we have a couple.
0: It's one that I like knew of the saying. I knew of the saying like who put Bella down the witch elm. But I didn't know much like about the actual case or like, I thought it was solved for some reason, but it's not. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I think it also has two, I'm not sure a hundred percent, but I think it was one of the like things that they based uh, the Blair Witch Project off of. Like one of the like urban legends, basically yeah, that they right. took into account when they were yeah. making the movie.
2: Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. I've never seen that movie before. But... Really? Why? No. What? Mm-mm. I when it came out, I want to say like all my friends went and saw it, and
1: I don't know why I didn't go. I feel when like did that
2: come out. When did that come out?
1: I feel like you guys wanted to see it. And I'm like, you're not going to and see I, it.
2: And I feel like that's kind of what happened too. But I know like a group of my friends went, but when did that come out? Like, was it in the early wonder, 2000s?
0: No, I think it was late 90s. Yeah, I would
1: say. Oh, late
2: 90s. okay. So then, yeah, because maybe I was in like middle school. And so some of my friends went to see it. And it was like one of those things that, like, oh, I wanted, but like I wanted to see it with my friends. And then I just never
0: watched it it created an entire genre of movies i've never seen it and
2: honestly Do want, i don't care to see it <laughs> remember
1: the one where they are videotaping inside their house of them sleeping yeah paranormal
2: one, activity paranormal activity man and i went to see that one and that one i thought was really good it really felt like it was a real like documentary type of situation right. And I remember when Matt and I left, Matt's like, "Do you think that was real?" And I'm like, "No, it's not
0: real. They, they wouldn't Matt. show it in theaters if it was real. But that was that that's the thing is. so Blair Witch Project started that, and it was basically like one of the first right. ever found right. footage movies, and it was to a point where the trailers basically were just missing posters. And it was like missing ads for these yeah. the like actors, um, and so people thought that these it actually happened. Like they thought this actually happened. This was actual found footage of these three college kids getting murdered right. in the woods. Right,
1: right, right. So right.
2: okay, so Blair, so the Blair Witch Project came out in '99. So I would have been n- middle school at that point. Um, I don't know when in '99. So that would have. I would 7th or 8th grade. I think too. around
0: October. I think it was um, like around Halloween. Yeah, I was in yeah. eighth grade the during the fall.
2: fall. Yeah. yeah. So and so it must have been I was in 8th grade then cuz 2000 was hit when I was in 8th grade. But I didn't realize so there's the Blair Witch project. That's the one I know about. The Curse of the Blair Witch, which mm-hmm. also came out in 1999, and then The Shadow of the Blair Witch, which came out in 2000. So mm-hmm. they must have so the it doesn't i'm just i googled it so i don't know it doesn't say what year or what month but i'm wondering if they oh released july so um what is this one Blair Witch project was released in July of 1999 Curse of the Blair Witch was also that was released in July July eleventh, nineteen ninety nine. But Blair Witch Project was released in July on July thirtieth.
1: Hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I got a question for you guys. So the actors in those movies are any of them that went on to do anything oh. other than. That? No,
0: because they were, they, I think, I don't think they did anything acting wise, but it was like, it was basically a college project that they filmed themselves. So like, I think they might've like, I don't know if they've gone on to do other films, but not as actors. Like they're all like behind the scenes, like directors and stuff like that.
1: Yes. Whatever happened to the movie you made. Oh, Lost in the say- Woods. Yeah, I want to like, see that. I want to see that movie.
0: I don't know where it's at, to be honest. I It's lost to the you know
1: years. What? So yeah. that was before YouTube.
2: Yes. Well, no,
0: actually it wasn't.
2: Well, no, <laughs> because YouTube was invented in like 2004,
1: I want to say. Yeah,
0: no, YouTube was a thing while I was in high school, which yeah. is when I filmed these. So I, there's two. I, there's two films.
1: Yeah. Why did you not put them on YouTube?
0: Because I knew I would regret it if I did.
1: Matt's on YouTube. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's got
1: a video on YouTube. He does. Uh-huh. Of his uh, dance.
2: Um no, that actually we don't have a video of. We have no video of that.
1: We... Yeah. We didn't...
2: No, I don't have that dance. No, I don't have that dance. Um the video on YouTube is of him ziplining. I'm pretty sure it's something along the lines titled like "Grown Man Scared of Ziplining" or
1: something like that, because he just like screams the entire time. Okay, but go back to um, the talent show where he did the dance.
2: That was not the talent show. Wait, yeah, oh, are you thinking when he did ACDC?
1: No.
0: No, he's he thinking of Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite.
2: Napoleon Dynamite. That yeah. was at was you know our high school did uh, the Oscars, and that was at that. Okay. And I don't know why you would remember it because he did that his senior year of high school. So I wasn't even in high school. He practiced at our
0: house. And oh, and I
2: curled his <laughs> hair. He used to know. practice
0: <laughs> at our house.
2: Yeah. So we don't have a video of him doing that. I have I have pictures of him dressed up with, and then I had pictures because I put those sponge rollers now, on his hair. Somewhere
1: is a video of that and it might be um, remember you did a you did for yours a senior video. Or maybe it was just like a. Um, we were in the talent show together. Talent show type thing.
0: I think our our high school. I don't know about in two thousands, but our high school always films. Like they have a, a. That I'm like sure that
1: class. Yeah. yeah,
0: like they've got well, like not even the class, but they've got that like the overhang over the, yeah. Yeah. the, auditorium.
2: I don't know. To be honest, I have no idea. But you know when he did that Napoleon Dynamite dance, he was supposed to like be presenting a award with
1: right Jesse. So Jesse Hill,
0: Jesse Jesse Glatchka, who mom babysits? For. Yes,
2: who mom babysits for?
0: <laughs> okay, So are so still lost. <laughs> it's over their heads.
1: She was with you guys. She graduated with Matt. So, that video is him and her doing a presentation together.
2: Um, she was the only. I I think I could be wrong. She was the only one that knew he was going to do it. So because he kind of stayed hidden the entire mm-hmm. time because he didn't want anybody to know because it was nobody it was supposed to be surprised. Yeah, it was complete, like, improv. Like, he told the sound guy, hey, like, when we walk out, play this song, you know, kind of thing. And so he told Jassy, like, I'm going to do this. So, like, like, you just, like, stand back, you know, like, just go out. And, like, she went out and said, you know, like, Matt couldn't be here tonight, you know, whatever. And then I think she ended up, like, introducing him. And, like, it was like... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So if my memory serves me correctly. So it's like she was
1: the only one on the joke. I've seen a video of this. I mean, maybe it was at the time, but somewhere there's a video of that and we need to find that.
2: I think so too, Matt and I would love to find it because we- I'm sure
3: Jesse's mom and dad or somebody's got it. Maybe,
1: yeah, maybe. I have no idea. You need to ask Jesse that. Yeah. But there's a video and I want to say it was like, you know how you have like a, you had a video like a wrapped up the your classes.
0: Yeah, it's like a senior uh,
3: end of yeah. the year video. Yeah, senior
1: video. Yeah, senior video type thing, mm-hmm. and I want to say it was in one of those.
3: I think it was in that senior year of Matt's because it was. I thought it was played at his open house or something. Somewhere, maybe. maybe. Video. Somewhere
1: yeah, maybe video of him doing that dance.
3: <clears throat>
1: maybe Matt's we,
2: parents have a video of it somewhere. I know we have
1: pictures of him dressed like that at our house but this was him doing the at the talent show or the whatever show was
2: you know you know matt really like went all in on that too like he practiced watched it over and over again he wanted to get it so right
1: (laughs) you think he would do that for us and let him videotape it for our show
2: Possibly, I don't know, but he's not a good dancer, to be honest. He really is not. I'm surprised he did like, as good. As Napoleon
1: he did. Dynamite was.
2: <laughs> you know the dance. The, do you know the dance the floss? Yes. It's like he can't comprehend that one, and he tries so hard, and he thinks he's doing it, and it's not like it, it's not good. It's like a butt wiggle, and like his arms are just moving back and forth, like he's having a seizure.
1: Oh, could probably do it better. Oh, I'm sure. Odin's great at dancing. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. We're over on time. (laughs) And we're
2: off topic.
1: And we're way off topic, which is fine. Okay, guys. Any last words, Jess? Cass, I mean?
0: Who put Bella Bella down the witch alley? That's the question.
1: Your name is literally on your... (laughs) I know.
0: It's right there. Fine.
1: That helps me out a lot. I don't have to ask what your name is.
0: <laughs> Only known me for 30 years,
3: but okay.
1: <laughs> okay, guys. Any last words from Twenty-one. Yes.
3: Not 30 yet. Okay. Almost. Almost. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is 30 because we knew you inside.
0: <laughs> yep. Let's get weird. That's when we got to say goodbye.
1: <laughs> we have 30 years of memories of you. Yep. Okay. There you go. All right. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys.
3: See See you next week.
1: week. Love you guys. Make sure you email us at our email address right there on the screen. Down below. Down below. (laughs) Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.